Witham from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Poland update from the 30th of November 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Poland. Let's get the ball rolling with some news on foreign affairs. Błaszczak, the defense minister, published a letter to soldiers on Friday the 25th. He stated that the government would provide soldiers with a $100 financial allowance. Błaszczak wrote that he wanted to encourage people to enroll in the military service. On Tuesday the 29th, the government held a military conference with South Korea in Warsaw. The defense minister announced that they will soon receive Korean military jets, tanks, and rocket launchers. The country will build an air hub near Warsaw. The construction will include an airport, a passenger terminal, and a railway station for both military and civilian use. Marcin Horawa, the government official who is responsible for the air hub construction, said that this project will provide transport support to NATO forces and improve the country's transport infrastructure. At the beginning of November, the government signed a deal with Foster Plus Partners and Buru Hapold Companies that will finish the construction by the end of 2027. Speaking of NATO, Arkadiusz Mularczyk, the Deputy Foreign Minister, said on Wednesday the 23rd that the government has sent a diplomatic note to 50 NATO countries about Poland's demand for World War II damage compensation from Germany. Mularczyk added that they wanted to start an international debate about Germany's refusal to pay $1 trillion for the country's losses due to Germany's invasion and occupation during World War II. The government expects other countries to insist on the rule of international law, according to which Poland has the right to demand compensation. On Wednesday the 23rd, the defense minister asked Germany to transfer the Patriot launcher system to Ukraine after they offered it to Poland. He added that Ukraine needs the system more because of the intense missile attacks from Russia. Christine Lambrecht, the German defense minister, said that they cannot send their military systems outside of NATO territories without all NATO countries' permission. Since we mentioned Ukraine, the country joined the Genitors of Hope campaign. On Wednesday the 23rd, the president of the European Parliament initiated a campaign that would help Ukrainian people survive winter since Russia had struck the energy infrastructure and left Ukrainian cities without electricity. The biggest Polish cities will gather the spare generators and send them to the country. Similarly, the state power company, Polish Energy Group, offered to help Ukraine by rebuilding damaged energy supplies. Wojciech Dabrowski, the company's chief executive officer, said on Monday the 29th that they are ready to assist Ukraine after the end of the war. On Friday the 25th, President Andrzej Duda participated in the Idea of Europe conference in Lithuania. The president dedicated his speech to the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. He said that Europe will never be safe unless Russia loses the war. Duda also added that European countries should restrain themselves from any trade relations with Russia despite post-COVID economic difficulties. On the next day, Prime Minister Morawiecki met with the Lithuanian and Ukrainian Prime Ministers in Kiev. They signed an agreement on further financial, military, and humanitarian support for Ukraine. Let's move on to internal affairs. President Duda appointed the Council for Higher Education, Science, and Innovation, which consists of 18 male members. The members of the Conference of Rectors found fault with his decision since there are a lot of female academics worthy of a position in the council. They pointed out that competency should be the only selection criterion, but the president could also search for competencies among women. The Conference of Rectors asked the president to include women in the council. Similarly, the activists of National Women's Strike protested in front of Jarosław Czekinski's house on Monday the 28th. 
The leader of the Law and Justice Party is famous for his disrespectful remarks about women, such as his recent statement that women bear fewer children because of alcoholic problems. The protesters went to Kaczynski's house on the 104th anniversary of women winning electoral rights in Poland. They wanted to remind him about women's power and their right to voice their opinion. On that note about protests, on Monday the 28th, animal protection activists protested in front of Jarosław Kaczynski's house to remind him about his failed project against fur farming. The president of the Law and Justice Party promised to end animals suffering for fur. In 2020, he initiated a draft amendment to the Animal Protection Act that was never implemented. Currently, the country has 800 fur farms that slaughter about 8 million animals every year. Maja Ostaszewska, the famous Polish actress and animal rights supporter, was also among the activists. On Thursday, the 24th, the Civic Platform Opposition Party held a conference dedicated to environmental protection, energy, and climate change. Donald Tusk, the leader of the party, addressed the current government and said that they should reduce deforestation and protect rivers from sewage. The government will not increase the price of natural gas, neither in the coming months nor next year. On Saturday, the 26th, Prime Minister Morawiecki said that due to the rising prices on food and other goods, they would freeze the tariffs on gas. The energy shortage in Europe will also not affect the price. However, this measure will cost the government $9 billion. Morawiecki also added that people with low incomes could get financial help from the government to pay their gas bills. On Monday the 28th, the governing Conservative Law and Justice Party announced a public inquiry into the government's energy policy. Mateusz Morawiecki, the prime minister and a member of the party, said that previous government policies allowed Russia to have a share in the country's energy enterprises. Morawiecki then added that through this inquiry, they aimed to investigate the Russian influence on the country's energy security and get rid of it for good. Let's move on to culture. On Wednesday the 23rd, Prime Minister Morawiecki visited the Joseph Juyudski Museum in Suleovek, near Warsaw. He dedicated his speech to decaying monuments all over the country and announced that the government would invest in restoring them. The program, quote, Polish Deal for Culture, will focus not only on monuments in major cities, but also on those in smaller towns. On the same day, the mayor of Krakow and some city councillors supported the initiative to ban old cars from the streets. One of the largest cities in Poland often suffers from smog due to diesel and petrol cars that are over 25 years old. The project will become effective in 2024, giving people enough time to replace their vehicles. In unrelated news, on Wednesday the 23rd, the European Space Agency introduced astronauts who will fly to the International Space Station and take part in NASA's lunar mission. Sławoz Uznanski, a Polish astronaut, underwent tests that lasted more than a year and beat out 22,000 other candidates before the European Space Agency selected him for its astronaut reserve. According to the Polish Space Agency, the Poles' participation in the European Space Agency is a huge success for the country. Polish Radio, the public broadcaster, announced this year's nominees for the annual Public Media Awards on Monday the 28th. The award has three main categories, music, image, and printed art. The winners will get a statuette and $22,000 in cash for the significant contribution to the development of national culture. Polish Radio will announce the winners on the 6th of December. And to close this edition, on Monday the 28th, Justyna Soha, the anti-vaxxer activist, posted on her Facebook page an appeal to the Central Register of Objections, 
She refuses to donate her organs for transplantation after death, citing Professor Talara's claim that brain death does not exist. Pol Transplant, an institution coordinating transplantation in Poland, said that Soha's activity is harmful because she influences the public not to donate organs. And that's it for this week. You know that every week we work hard to pick what the most important stuff is in Poland, what's talked about the most, and what's big but flies under the radar. All the main stuff. Are we getting the mix right? Not a specific thing we've missed, although you can tell us that too. But what types of information do you want more or less of? Let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. Do zobaczenia!